Right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestler Review. I am noted, excellent comedian, and friend to all people, John Hastings, and I'm joined by a man who said, maybe we should hear Putin out. <laughs> God. I only wanted to hear him out about hear me out. Having Ukraine be his. It is it's no, I don't think it it's was weird. I, I think it's his. Yeah, it's weird. Dylan is very left wing, but also very into strong man dictators. Oh, like yeah, he, I don't want to fucking. I'm well, talking about world's strongest man here. I'm talking about Mark Henry, not fucking some loser ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bitch, bitch taters. Um, Dylan believes that if you win the world's strongest man competition, you should be allowed to pick what country you rule. <laughs> I think Mark Henry is one of the nicer wrestlers, which is very funny. I think he here's is. why my, my Mark Henry's a nice wrestler is that he, he knows he's confident. Hey, Mark. He's also, oh, like, you, come up, yeah. you, you do that fake thing, and he's like, uh, I got like $80 million for lifting stuff. I'm the smart one. And they're like, that's a good point, Mark. That's a real good point. Yeah, it's also like the thing. It's also the thing where you're happy that you have more than one thing you're good at, where it's just not one thing. Yeah, that's There's exactly nothing 100%. weirder than someone who's like good at like that one thing. And it's like, if that one thing isn't working out, they're fucked. Well, I think about this a lot with comedians coming out of COVID because it, COVID was basically a like, hey, all of you need to get a podcast or just be fine with working on developing one social media as a way to get fans. You just got to do like one other thing and you'll kind of be able to weather the storm a little bit, like mentally health wise. And I know a bunch of comedians that just didn't do anything for two years and they are so fucking weird now. Cause they're like, um, yeah, no, no, I don't have an Instagram. And people are like, well then I don't consider you a comedian. <laughs> yeah. That is the weird thing where it's like, you got to post pics of the gigs. I'm killing it. I fucking killed at this gig. That's what I do. I only say I killed. I actually don't do any gigs. I just Google full room and then I say killed it. Yeah, not me. What I do is I uh, I stage heckler videos, which I found out recently someone does do, which I was like, this is the craziest thing I've That's ever heard. Dope. They, I mean, it makes a, sense. Does a full set. He does a full set. And then at the end gets his opener or someone to yell and he does it. Does the heckler thing. crazy. Isn't that crazy? And that man? I mean... Adam Copeland. That's right. It's Edge. Edge does that. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about known husband thief, Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Known, known, actually excellent influence on a guy who would have definitely gone old school Mississauga weird, Adam Copeland. That's right, everyone. We're talking about the Glamazon herself. Her and Gail Kim sit atop the pile of these people actually care. Welcome to the WWE in the 2000s. We think you're toilets. Women are toilets, Vince would say. Mm -hmm. Women are toilets. Piss. Well, I want to piss in you. It's interesting for Beth Phoenix's whole career because it's very obvious that like she's absolutely everything they would want from a male wrestler and a female wrestler at the same time. It's just they did not have a women's division, so it was just kind of a challenge. It's like, okay, here's your you're the big monster. You're gonna beat up Kelly Kelly, I guess. Yeah. So we need to get you over with some heat. Uh, so, Beth, what you're going to do is go in the ring, take off your top, and imply you're going to show everyone your nipples. I thought you wanted me to get over as a wrestler. Yeah, a woman's wrestler. This is how we get women over as wrestlers. <laughs> um, we get them to be naked in the ring only. Like, do I wrestle at all? Yeah, you wrestle with your own thoughts that you're being only used as a vehicle for sexualization and do not possess any individuality or soul. You could wrestle with that, but don't wrestle with anyone else. This is the WWE. Yeah. Only only boys can fake fight. Girls, get out of here. Hey, girls, get out of here. Exactly. Show your jugs. Leave in silence. That's what their character like when, was. Originally. When China almost won the WWF championship, that's because um, um, Vince McMahon had, had a bad piece of sausage and he needed to throw up to get it out of his body and he didn't want to go take activated charcoal. So they're just like, put a woman in the ring wrestling a man. <laughs> Chris Jericho she did and then she did beat Almost Jeff did. Jarrett in the greatest thing ever I love that story so much which is like the good housekeeping match the good housekeeping match which is just two people hitting each other with a broom yeah <laughs> that's good Beth Phoenix did you know this she actually liked wrestling I did know this this was amazing she's one of the very the more and more we do this show the more and more ah! I discovered that wrestlers don't love wrestling they're just like well I wanted to be an archery expert but that's not a job, so I found the next best thing, pro wrestler. Here's a fun fact. Uh, so 
1995, she won a coloring contest and got Shut up. a chance to win W. Uh, to, sorry, to watch WWE Raw live. That sounds great, right, John? That does sound great. I, I like that very much. She well, was tell 15. me more. Oh no! Who she was on the, commentary? <laughs> she was the no. She won the coloring contest at 15. What? If I entered a coloring contest at 15, I'd probably kick the fucking shit out of some people too. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, wait, what? I knew she won a contest at 15. Just like little kids, <laughs> like what a fucking ruthless that's loophole so much that you're gonna fucking I gotta tell smash you, that's these kids. So much fucking better that she was just like, I'll tell you how you fucking do this, um, and just went for it. You, oh, yeah. uh, I won tickets to see Raw. Oh, and like a raffle? No, actually, I won a trivia contest against children. Yeah. I um, knew what a zebra was, and I know how to say and it And so how did you get this free pizza? Oh, I won a foot race against a bunch of eight-year-olds. <laughs> I pushed them all down, which was not against the rules, which I specified to the referee beforehand, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I won easily. Do you know how fucking easy it was to trick Caleb into thinking that his parents were getting divorced, so he started to cry and didn't focus on the race? It was easy. <laughs> here's my here's the crazy thing about Beth Phoenix is she's like a lot of people as well do this. Is she got into amateur wrestling specifically just to apply that to professional wrestling? Which is and so weird. It's like learning how to be a classical a sculptor to get into graphic design. But it's crazy. It's like, but it works because like, it's also that thing of you get the basis moves, and it's also that thing of like your body and muscle memory is trained towards the weird wrestling maneuvers and that sort of thing of like, it's also that thing of like, be aware of the other person's body at all times, all that sort of stuff. It does teach you good grounding sort of things for Beth Phoenix's eventual career of wearing something that showed off her fat milk bags as uh, a <laughs> man uh, would describe her. Like it's basically Beth Phoenix feels like, it's like, I'm really prepared to be a good solid in-ring tactician. And they were like, by in-ring tactician, do you mean out of ring, Woman wearing a dress for a guy who both can't wrestle or can't talk. Uh, n uh, no. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, exactly. It's honestly, it's like, but the weird thing about the, that amateur wrestling thing, it shows such foresight on her behalf to just like do that as a first step because it is a great first step. And especially, it should be said, especially at that time, it's much better first step than it is now. The first step you have now is just like have a fucking fire Instagram account and then you get yeah, it. Yeah, the first step now is either be related to a wrestler, be Bill Goldberg, or just have a good Instagram. Oh, yeah. Do you think you could be Bill Goldberg? Also, B Goldberg's kids looking fucking swole as Oh, my shit. God. I guarantee Vince McMahon is already like, can I, can I eat him? Can I eat him? Can, um, you eat? can, I, need, can I call you, Shane? Do you think that they are going to try and do a Brody Lee's kid versus a Bill Goldberg's kid match <laughs> in the eventual so. WWE merger? I will. I think oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I think that they're going to. Um, I just hope that Brody Lee's kid decides to not be a wrestler. That's what I hope. I feel the I exact hope that same a lot way. for him. Yeah. I, hope I just, like, just don't do this. Good to do. I don't even hope that. Life. I just hope he finds something else to do. Yeah. It's going to. Yeah. Anyway, enough sad talk. Let's talk about something fun. Beth Phoenix Beth. trained trained at the dungeon. She trained at the. Yeah, that's right, Beth. No, I'm kidding. She wa ball. she wanted to train at the dungeon, but she couldn't. It was too far away. She would <laughs> she would go, go to, to Prince uh, Pittsburgh and work for T Ranchula. Oh, I mean, this is so good because by the way, she chose T Ranchula because he quote unquote, eh, I'll abuse you like stew, but you'll learn nothing. Oh, that sounds okay. <laughs> uh, Ooh, that she then like really she then attended uh, Ron Hutchinson School in Toronto mm. and had her first professional match against someone named Alexis Larie. She worked for various uh, uh, Alexis Larie is Mickey James. Is she really? Yep, that was like oh that was James' name on the Indies. Ron Hutchinson also, he got a good grounding. If you go to Ron Hutchinson School, here's what he does. He's like, first part is you gotta put these fries under, and then work for eight more hours in my fish and chips place. No wrestling. That's pretty much is that you. You pay to work at his fish and chips place. That's what it sounds like. Is that true? Do you know anyone who? Did you know anyone who went through that school? Because you remember in 2010, a bunch of comedians briefly did wrestling training. Yeah, I think that was all through Super Kicked, which is a promotion. Uh, in Toronto, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Six Dot, but we can see. Canadian professional wrestler Ron Hutchinson, I'll tell you this. He wears a cape, and it looks like he's not wearing anything else. Good for him. Oh, yeah. He himself Fucking was by Sweet Daddy Siki, and his 
Oh, dope. His his gym is Sully's gym, which is also a boxing gym. So good for him. Is that the one that's on fucking the like on um God damn it, what's it called? Not the Danforth. Oh, uh, the other one, Davenport. Is it on Davenport? It is on Davenport, and the website is definitely an Angel Fire. And oh uh, yeah, it is. The I'm on, Angel I'm, Fire I'm, just has some pictures, like some very non HD pictures of Christian Cage and Edge that are. Really yeah, because this is the guy. This is the guy that they uh, couldn't talk about how good a- Edge and Christian were around him because they were like, "This guy's going to charge us more money, so just downplay how much you like them." And he was like. <laughs> and wasn't Edge's name also like Baron Von Hotcock or something like that? Like Edge's name was Sexton Hardcastle. That's right. Yeah. Big dick, hard dick. <laughs> yeah. Hard, meaty, throbbing cock. Your world. Do you ever world. think about the fact that you and Edge come from the same college? You and Edge both went to Humber College. We did. Yeah. That's pretty sick. I mean, that I'm is- a Christian guy, so I don't fucking give a dick's ass about Edge. I you. am also a Christian guy. We're all Christian guys. Thank you. I'm a Christian guy, oh, literally and figuratively. As I'm am Christian, I. I'm a proud man. I just am not proud. Proud Christian. Oh, you're not practicing. I'm, and not I'm not proud. All. Not even all. I'm Christian, but just in the way that I'm like, I just like, I, like. Oh, uh, I would say I agree the way, with Dylan, other stuff. Dylan. I would just say that I agree with the parts where they're like small-minded about certain things, but like I don't believe in God. Yeah, no, I got that. I could tell. Also, I just want to let you know, Christian Cage. He didn't go to Humber, but he did go to your mom's house and fucked her. No, that was Edge, you mean? No, it's Christian. Christian fucked your mom. Christian fucked my mom, but didn't go... It's on his Wikipedia page. So why is that? (laughs) Why would I even care then? Well, it's because it's also on your Wikipedia page. (laughs) My Wikipedia page is Christian fucked my mom, and that's it? Yeah, that's right. Well, yours says your mom's a slut. (laughs) No, it doesn't. That's mean. We both know I'm not (laughs) allowed a Wikipedia page. I edited it. 2002, um, I'll tell you this. Tracking a female wrestler's career who's not in the WWE for the first four years is insane because it's just like she wrestled uh, under a bridge while men yelled at her. The yeah. End. Oh, there was that six month period. She was in Japan and they just kept her in a box and kicked the box. And then we'll never forget when she, <laughs> she auditioned for Tough Enough 3 and Al Snow saw her match, was so angry that a woman was just speaking without being told to she could by a man. He attempted suicide and instead bought Ohio Valley Lee wrestling because Al Snow's a fucking loser. But she she um, wrestled in Glory, not the kickboxing promotion. She wrestled. She auditioned for successfully auditioned for. Um, Tough Enough 3, but then she had heart problems, uh-oh, joined Far North Wrestling, joined World Extreme Wrestling, Wheelie. and wrestled in Shimmer before moving on to Ohio Valley Wrestling in 2000, and you better believe for baby. So yeah, so she is there at the very, uh, I believe this is the beginning of the non-Jim Cornette uh, OVW. I never can remember when Jim Cornette leaves OVW. Yeah, you better get that done before we get our taxes done. Finding out when Jim Cornette left OVW. It's 2007? Thank God. Uh, yeah, so she was there for Jim oh, Cornette OVW. Like, Here's the thing. You look like my wife. Can you Here's uh, the weird thing. Is, I fuck think somebody that, else yeah, and I'll pretend Jim, you're my wife? I think Jim Cornette would probably be, he'd be like, I don't want any of these sluts fucking my wife. Like, like I think he was probably pretty respectful to Beth Phoenix because wasn't she? She was used very well in OVW, was she not? Like, the, like in it, the women in OVW were just like, and her and Gail Kim and Molly Holly had a bunch of matches that were good and fine. Uh, Molly Holly would be on the main roster. She would Gail be on Kim, the main roster. That's but like Beth Phoenix is pretty straight ahead. Like. You see Beth Phoenix, and it's very clear what's going to happen. Like she's bigger than everybody, so you have a monster heel or baby face if you want. Like it's yeah, and then it's pretty much handed out like what you should do with Beth Phoenix, and then the fact that like WWE had to do the thing where it's like he, she's the glamazon. Here's what I mean. Yeah, she's jacked, but fucking you, fuck, you fucking look at her, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like come on. Yeah, she's a fucking hill of a person, but you'd fuck that hill. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know if we've done a Michelle McCool episode, but I think the best intro of any female character ever is Michelle McCool just rollerblading and like she likes sports. It was like, what? How does that make her good at fighting? Uh, uh fuck you! Does. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. Look at her fucking dick. asshole, buddy. Jesus yeah, Christ! You funny. I didn't you. realize I was talking to a bunch of fucking gay guys. I'm talking. <laughs> <straight> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They this wanted to the original. 
Yeah, the original idea Kevin Dunn pitched for Michelle McCool's character was just like a guy that looks like worse than me eating a bunch of like really messy nachos. Yeah. And then there's not much nachos, like the little nachos end of the bag, but he has like a yep. full thing of dip of the nacho cheese and he pours it in and mixes around with his hand. He's like, oh, you better get ready to touch your little fucking cocks. And then it goes next on raw, Michelle McCool. That was the original draft. Yeah, No, it's interesting because they were going to do that, uh, but that got canned um, also because the original uh, plan for how they debuted Beth Phoenix, which was she just comes out and pisses in a bucket and then Kevin Dunn drinks that bucket <laughs> and it all takes place in his house. That was weird. Like he wanted that. To, that was, he kept being like, what if she pisses a bu- in a bucket and there's no cameras and it just happens at my house when my wife and family are away? And they were like, how I many- mean, no. <laughs> how many times do you think it was like just someone stood up and is like, guys, I got some great merch for Trish Stratus, her bike seat. And then they just sit down every day. I guarantee every day they're just like, all right, let's have a merch meeting. Say and someone just stands up and it. is just like, I get given uh, uh, Charlotte Flair's underpants. That's a good idea. <laughs> Kevin, that's a good idea. We're not going to do it, but you're on the right track. <laughs> so Beth Phoenix comes in as uh, Trish Stratish's ally. Uh, yes, this is, by the way, how they debuted, how they debuted female wrestlers in the 2000s was they just were friends with Trish Stratus, turned on Trish Stratus, and away you go. That's pretty much it, yes. And it's yeah, also so like Mick- there's very much the these guys can wrestle division and the these guys cannot division. And at this point, um, from a tertiary look, it's like, oh, there's Trish Stratish, Mickey James, and then we need another girl to like cycle out <laughs> Mickey James. Yeah, when one of the other two Trish is Stratus. busy, we need one of them to face Trish Stratus. Yeah. And it's basically that uh, it was the time when Mickey James is Trish Stratus's crazy fan. Mm-hmm. And Mickey James keeps attacking Beth Phoenix, being like she's ruining everything. And why did she show up in the first place? Um, uh, Beth Phoenix was formally introduced by Stratus and then attacked by um, uh, Mickey James. Um, okay, so and here's then- when they when they debut. Okay, to be fair, sorry to cut you off, but to be fair, here are the, here's the women's roster because it was actually go ahead. Okay, wrestlers. So here's did the it. entire women's roster when Beth Phoenix debuted. Uh, All right. Okay. So Ashley Massaro, not okay. Matt, that you're zero and one. Beth Phoenix, wrestler. Canis Michelle, okay, no. Jillian Hall, also no. Also, we should do a Jillian Hall episode because she said some stuff that's very illuminating. Kelly what Kelly, did... no. Crystal, no. Layla, no. Lillian Garcia, that's a ring announcer. They've counted. Wait, what? Wait, wait, what the fuck are you? She was on the women's roster. Well, they just said she was. You're fucked. Okay. They were just like, I don't know. No, this is a, this is according to like just a website that summarizes these things. This is not like anyway. On this website, they also list Linda McMahon. We're reaching. Yeah, that's We're reaching. I mean, I think now. that that's not as reaching as fucking um, Lillian Garcia. Lillian Garcia. L- Lita is listed, so she's a wrestler. Melina can wrestle. So can Mickey James, obviously. Then you get. Um, Tristratus, obviously, Victoria, but also Mae Young and the Fabulous Moolah are listed, which is good. And this was the year Michelle McCool uh, debuted as I Like Sports. Well, hey, that's fucking... Let me say this about that women's division. Um, L- L- Lillian Garcia being on there is still it still blows my mind. Linda McMahon isn't that as bad as Lillian Garcia? L- a- an L- old L- woman who just goes like... I'm here, Linda, which means in this story, I mean, but I'd like to make everybody at home. This is a a play my husband wrote, and I don't like what he wrote for me. Okay, can you stop, Linda? I cannot. I've heard, like, I've, how do I say this? Linda McMahon, I can name storylines she was involved in. Lillian Garcia, besides the time uh, The Rock asked her if she liked Strudel and the fact Uh, that her podcast. Viscera, too? Oh yeah, I don't, remember, I don't remember that. I've been told about it. I don't remember it, and also Vissera the fact that her podcast is insane. Lillian Garcia's podcast is wild. She cries every episode, sometimes during the <laughs> intro, sometimes during the interview, sometimes both. Still, one of the best things I ever heard was a dude in my early twenties was a uh, intern for WWE, and they just wanted him to call Spanish radio stations and get them to play Lillian Garcia's album, and he did not speak Spanish. So he was just like, can you play Lillian Garcia's album? And they'd be like, 
¿Qué? No, no Pablo, no, sé, no inglés. <laughs> Just nope. like it was like, no, nope. let's not do that accent. That accent, oh boy. Why oh not? Boy. Why, why not? You because of gay. the. W- no, yeah, because I was going to spell a word. What were you going to say? Um, I was going to spell you're Kramer. minded That's what you're going to say. I'm big. Uh, that's, that, that doesn't start. You are not big minded. I have read your journal. My journal. Yeah, I have a public uh, journal. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, it's a, much like and a it's also fan. on OnlyFans. Dylan has an OnlyFans. He thought it was. He thought it was. You're bearing your soul, not your treasure. <laughs> so Tristratus's ally, and this is what this is another bad thing. So obviously Beth Phoenix has already had the heart issue that kept her out of tough enough, but she uh, Victoria oh, so can slapped we, can her. We also, oh yeah, she does. Can we? Yeah, fucking like Beth Phoenix is Chris Rock and fucking. Victoria's fucking Will Smith. There you go. I don't think that was real. Uh, uh, those are the best people who are like, <laughs> that's fake. You're like every everything's fake. Anyway. Oh, those Beth are Phoenix. the best. No, Eric Bischoff sucks so hard. There's a few Eric, people also. By I don't the want way. to talk about it because it's like that. He's I just only trying know. To be about, a I only. I only know about it because of your rage about it. And there's nothing. But Dylan got is someone that I have made angry many times. But Dylan has stages of white man anger. Which is like the louder he gets, and then he crosses over to just pure silence, and then that's when he's literally just thinking about um, breaking your bones to make his bread. Like it's so fucking dad. Like he's just yeah. Uh, I sound like a car, and then I nut. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, big nut got. Beth Phoenix had her fucking mouth open. Victoria slapped that shit. She fucking. She certainly did. She had a what? What's it called? What's the exact injury? Um, fractured uh, mandible. She, oh and fuck! I hate jaw part of her injuries. Is permanently numb. She spent a year having surgeries and recovering, getting a titanium plate and nine screws in her jaw. She was only out of action for two months. Wrestling is a nightmare. Ohio Valley. Yeah, only two people called her in the two hospital. Yeah, St- yeah. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon and Howard Finkel. Howard Finkel was asking, uh, is your mattress available? Why? Uh, Kevin Dunn wants <laughs> to smell it. <laughs> Have you died yet? No. I'm Howard yeah. Finkel. Goodbye. Yeah. That's my Finkel. Anyway. How does ha- well, how did Howard Finkel... And now... Um, here's something I think about every day. Howard Finkel was just... like Vince McMahon hired someone he could bully. He's like, Howard, you're getting six figures... A year to look at my shit. <laughs> Dude, that's the other thing about Howard Finkel was that um, apparently he would get to the office like really early. Like it was like Vince and then him. And there was always bang, bang. No, no, it was it was Howard Finkel. Then Vince is how it always was. Uh, and they, they, no one could figure out when he would get there is supposedly because they'd be like they'd get back from Raw at like two in the morning or whatever. And then Howard Finkel would be there at 5 a.m. being like, here was all the mentions of us in other media. <laughs> so now I'm looking at the December 31st, 2007 women's roster, and there's somehow even less people than ever because 2007, December 31st, you lose Trish Stratus and Lita. Literally, the women's roster, and See ya. Far, as far as wrestlers go, are Mickey James, Beth Phoenix, Melina, and Victoria. That's it. That's pretty sick. Everyone else is from the Diva Search. Yeah. Makes that's sense. Fucking cr- that's oh, why no one knows who Beth Phoenix is because it was like it's if the, LeBron James st- got drafted during like nineteen the nineteen thirties. It's like we just yeah. It would be like if LeBron James. It would be like it would be like if LeBron James inexplicably went to the USFL. It's like what? <laughs> oh, he would have been good there too, buddy. He was a first uh, first thing he was was tight end prospect. Anyway, two thousand seven. Um, Beth no, he would not have been as a, as a villain. Go for it. He, she certainly does. I was going to make a comment about Herschel Walker, but it's not necessary for our Beth Phoenix episode. Uh, yes, she does. She returns as the fucking Glamazon from OVW. Ooh. Her jaw is fucking fixed. Now her, <laughs> her jaw and Melina are going to have a fucking um, are going to fucking. Oh no, she replaces Melina as Jillian Hall's partner, and they lose a match between Candice Michelle and Mickey James. That's how you debut a heel strong. I'm back. I'm the Glamazon. I'm gonna lose to two people that are smaller than me. How the fuck are they this bad at this? How the fuck? I've said this before and I'll say it again. Sometimes adulthood is just going, I thought everyone would be smarter. And this is one of those situations where it's like, you know how to do this properly, WWE, and yet you're like, well, we'll do the opposite. And it's like if you watch Beth Phoenix against 
Melina, not Melina, not uh, not so much Melina, but like um, she beats Candice Michelle for the women's title, and it's like, dude. Watching her against Candice Michelle is like literally like you see Beth Phoenix and you see an athlete and then you see Candice Michelle and you're like, okay, this is an athlete versus just someone in HR. Like there's just no, the the projection, Beth Phoenix is just head and shoulders above athletically all these women. Like it's like she's just literally legit came 10 years too early. Yeah. I mean, You're not right. really, because she's what forty-two now, so she could. To- she yeah, could she totally could still be wrestling, wrestling, but she just had a lot of injuries and is also probably exhausted from this time period, which was probably so fucking mind-numbing. And she has a shitload of money. Like that's the other thing is like she clearly was someone who was going to bed after these shows, so she was saving her six-figure salary, mm. and she can just fucking hang out, have a fucking great time. Yeah, she uh, takes some time off TV and uh, comes back as Glamorella because they're like, it's a new, but I don't know. I just woke up. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, even reading Santino that, you're Morella. just... Of course. Because remember, this was Santina Morella. Yeah, Santina. I remember. This is two th- Yeah, this is when Santina. literally the, the face of the women's division was a man. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm a fucking dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I still think Vince McMahon thinks that's the funniest joke ever. They had a pretty old dope roster in 2008. Uh, Did they? Mm, comparatively to 2007. Okay, so here's what we got. Oh, dope. This Bring is it on. Ross. Obviously, Beth Fiend. Who? They list Linda McMahon again. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Linda's back. Linda fucking... Linda Linda's fucking back in there. Of this bullshit. Why would you? Yeah, Linda's she's fucking sorting it fucking out. She's fucking fingers. She's ready you're to... Going, you're going to the... Yeah, she's going to fucking... She's going to bite your clit. Not off, but it will be bloody. Oh, she's fucking... Yeah, oh, yeah. And Mickey James... <sighs> Natalia is at it. Natalia... No! We got fucking Victoria. We got Stephanie McMahon, baby. No, the industry. Nah. And then, of course, and we have Katie Lee Burchell, who, let's not forget, Katie Lee Burchell, what was their character? They're pirates. They're siblings. Let's They're fucking. Yeah. yeah. Be well, Vince, plus a pirate theme, which means yeah. uh, jacking off plus right now. <laughs> hey, what's up? My name is Vince McMahon, and I want my kids to fuck. I don't want to fuck I'll my kids, but I want them vindicated. to fuck. By Pornhub, do you think that Vince McMahon was? He steps I over. I mean, he, he, oh my god! He goes on Pornhub and he's like, "I told you, we just had to say Stephanie was my stepdaughter." Yeah, you fucking no idiots. Trusts my plans. <laughs> he stands up, points at stepdaughter, yeah. and how many hits? And he's like, "Yeah, no one tell that could have been us. Wrong. No one tell yeah. me I'm wrong." What about Hello, Paul? Oh, Real hundred percent daughter. Paul, have you seen my memo? Uh, it, uh, uh, Vince, uh, is that the memo uh, title? <laughs> that's good. Pornhub that's good. Uh, proves me uh, right. Signed, Vince McMahon. That's, good. Uh, that's right, Paul. I'm going to fuck my daughter, who's your stepsister. <laughs> um, uh, again, I uh, it's me, Triple H, Paul, and I uh, just want to let you know, I don't think you understand uh, what uh, a uh, sibling is. Uh, and uh, I, uh, I'm in the click. Uh, and that's in your blood. What also was in my blood is HPV. I shared too many beds with the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, and he had a form of HPV that actually could walk from one body to the other. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks very much for donating to the Patreon. Uh, we're trying to do a drive to get to 100 subscribers, and at 100 subscribers, we'll think of something to do. But if you guys donate to the Patreon, we have $5, $10, 20 or 25 if you're really crazy people that you guys can donate to thank you so so much for donating to patreon uh it's really made this even more worthwhile than just talking about barry horwitz's dick already is i want you to know how much i love all the patreon listeners i was quietly reflecting on my love while dylan was doing that let's be honest great commercial this is the crazy thing about uh beth phoenix is that she tears her ACL in 2011. Yo, what's that mean, bro? It just must be insane to get all these injuries doing something that sucked. You know what I mean? Um, It's one thing to be like, I got a fucking torn ACL, but that was a 35-minute match with fucking Becky Lynch. We tore the fucking house down. Stone Cold Steve Austin closed out WrestleMania, but God damn it, we're the best match. And then, you know, I tore my ACL. How'd you do it? Rosa Mendez doesn't understand how to set up a chair. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, it must be fucking horrifying. Uh, yeah, how did you get your debilitating jaw injury? Well, uh, we're supposed to know how to fake hit each other, and instead, 
some fucking sploosh head just slapped me in the jaw. Yeah, man. And this is, of course, the Santina stuff is absolutely not done. She uh, she gets eliminated by Santina at the Miss WrestleMania 25. Of course she does. The classic. Uh, Let's pit, and piss on the grave cool. of all women. Yes, of course she does. She uh, she forms the Divas of Doom with Natalia. It is crazy how long Natalia has been there. Um, uh, and calls everyone a bunch of perky bimbos, which is fantastic. Um Phoenix challenged Kelly Kelly for the Divas Championship. The Divas of Doom feuded with Kelly and Eve Torres. Uh, and um, eventually uh, they retire. And Natalia goes on to just sort of hang out and be called old and fat for the rest of her career by everyone in the WWE office. And Beth Phoenix has a nice life. Every time Natalia is brought up, all I think about is the fact they're like, God, this old fat bitch. And that she's like, I'm 32 and I weigh 120 pounds. What is a man? Well, look at, like, look at, I mean, mm, I guess the steroids and male wrestling obviously is kind of indicative of the same thing. But look at the amount of female wrestlers who are in WWE past five years that get face, like, get plastic surgery because natalia's had a lot of like you can look at her headshot from 2008 and it's like she's had so much like you don't really realize how much fucking work she's had done like i look at her face and i'm like i know that she's had plastic surgery um it's visible but like when you look at her headshot from 2008 it's like a different fucking person it's fucking crazy i'm looking at i'm trying to find it right now well you can find it out holy shit by the time she leaves Wow, here Dylan's right, the, which is very frustrating. Here is the roster by the time Beth Phoenix leaves. You pretty much this have, really of, depresses of me when you go through really this. Wrestle. Of the women who can really wrestle, you have Natalia. Uh, you have, I guess, does Brie Bella count? Yeah, the Bella twins count, man. The Bella twins count. Okay, and then you got Karma, who, if you don't remember, oh yeah, Karma, awesome Kong, very briefly got pregnant and then left. Oh yeah, she, she did the best like, best role, best Royal Rumble debut, and then they were like, "Wait, what? Get out!" And then like all what they do when they when she got pregnant, John. <laughs> they waited until she had the kid because they were so mad. They were like, "As soon as that fucking kid comes out, she's getting fucking fired." And they had AJ Lee, which AJ Lee was a great wrestler, but. You know, I never liked AJ Lee. I always felt AJ Lee. Lo- I felt like Andy, uh, uh, AJ Lee looked like a twig. I hated her fucking skipping to the ring. I hate. I just didn't like it. I understand other people did. I fucking. I hated it. Hey man, AJ Lee basically gave the uh, the female wrestling pipe bomb, where like it was like no one fucking cares. Every no one's fucking watching this. You guys won't let us do fucking anything. And then Stephanie McMahon got pissed basically and then that's when stephanie mcmahon would come out every week and be like women's evolution i am for women women are great but it was only because aj lee basically said this and every shareholder was like yeah you treat it's too it's supposed to be a kid's product except for like all the women on television are like here is a something that lies down so a man can clean its boots yeah and now girls at home the thing you need to remember is that dreams are only for men only men. <laughs> dreams are for men. Good night, everybody. Yeah, dreams are for men. Go fuck yourself. So anyway, uh, Phoenix obviously is the champion again because <laughs> there's three people that could fucking wrestle in the company. Um, and she leaves WWE in 2012, takes a siesta, Aye. comes back in uh, 2017 as part of the Hall of Fame class. Yeah. At the at the age of 37, she's in the Hall of Fame, which is hilarious because welcome to wrestling fucking, life is hell. Like how old is like AJ Styles when he debuts? 40? 49. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like Yeah, but again, yeah, AJ Styles there is, is something legally, I've said it before and I'll say it again. There's something about believing that the earth is flat that just makes you look gorgeous. Oh yeah, he's you know what he is. He's legit Billy Ray Cyrus, but like fucking sick. <laughs> Yeah, he's Billy Ray Silas plus like plus kicks plus just being a fucking wild man. It is fucked up how how athletic he still is. So AJ Styles when he debuted was um tw- it was 2016. He that's 1977. Yes, AJ Styles was 
um, 38. That's pretty sick. So he's a year older than Beth Phoenix when she goes into the Hall of Fame. No. Fucking. Let's go, bro. No. Of course, she comes back as a color commentator for a hot minute. Um, oh yeah, this is this is also the thing. Like her end of her, like I don't remember any of this. I didn't remember being in the Hall of Fame. I didn't remember her becoming a commentator. Well, we were paying attention. We're real men. We were paying. I was paying attention at this time. Oh no, yeah, no, it's yeah. No, 2019, she faced Nia Jax. Oh um, yeah, because Vince McMahon realized that like basically have- she retired for six years or five years, but it was just because like she's. Vince McMahon didn't realize that like women still were people after 30 and then that became a thing. I, and he's like, oh my I God, don't. it turns out she could still move and produce children. I want you to know I don't think he thought, like I, I hear what you're saying. I don't believe he thought they were important after 30. Someone had to be like, you need to be a part, you need to be okay with this. And he's like, I do not want to be okay with this. I really don't. But like, so obviously she comes back. She's facing Nia Jax for a hot minute. And the thing about that is they could have just put her back in the regular rotation if they wanted to. But like you said, she's probably too smart with her money. Oh, yeah. No, she's definitely too smart for her money. And it's also the thing that she also has my husband was on has a TV career. Like Edge is weirdly one of those guys where he like he kind of stopped wrestling. And then he just weirdly he was on TV just enough that he was definitely getting stacks of cash. But not enough that anyone remembers, so we could just segue into going back into wrestling. B movies do pay better than like we make. If you think about it, Edge had a profile on television for twenty plus years, and we yeah. make a living with no presence on television. Do you know what I mean? It, so it's like absolutely, smart, and it's also that thing fucking... of he also came around in a time where they're like, we need a bunch of we need muscly guys who know how to stage fight. And for TV, like for like that show Haven, they would be like, wait, we don't need to train you how to do that. You'll just instinctively know how to fucking fall because you've been a pro wrestler. Yeah. And like, yeah, okay, please come along. Like, that's the other. That's why, like, Roddy Piper, part of the reason why he was picked for They Live was it was a small budget and They Live had a like an 11 minute fight scene and it had to be really up close. And it was basically that thing of like, we need at least one of the people in this to be a stuntman. Like, Roddy Piper, it's one of those things where wrestling, it's like that weird thing of like, Dylan and I could be, like, stand-up comedy has given us some, like, we could go into copywriting, probably, because we know how to, like, we know how to pump out things that are clipped quickly and fast. You know what I'm saying? There's applicable skills to it. Being a pro wrestler, you're essentially just a really good stuntman. Like, Roddy Piper Mm -hmm. just knew how to get hit by a car in the backlot brawl at WrestleMania. they They didn't rehearse that. He just said to him, Hit me with the car, and 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 Roddy Piper's wrestlers are all fucked too. Like especially Roddy Piper's. Yeah, Roddy Piper's also a fucking lunatic. Like also, don't just attempt to get hit by a car on TV. You know how to get hit by a car? Sure. Yeah. I maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Let's roll the dice here, boys. Um, You go under it, right? (laughs) Ha ha. Just joking around. I'll jump on top of it and beat the driver up. Here's what Beth Phoenix's career was basically. I want to be a wrestler. She's a wrestler for just long enough to where she's like, the way I'm being treated as a wrestler, I hate. Goodbye. And then she like <laughs> builds up some time to be like, I miss wrestling. And then I come back. And it's longer every time, longer every time. I think we. this is not the last Beth uh, Phoenix run. I think she's definitely – well, she's back again with Edge, right? Is that my crazy that they've done like a mixed tag? No, not now. Like- no, no. Edge is, uh, Edge is doing like a cult leader gimmick now. But – um. Bianca Belair uh, in Beth Phoenix's last match, uh, Beth Phoenix got injured again in the match, fucked up her head and was bleeding. So it's like kind of every time that she gets injured, she's like, oh, yeah, this part and then just stops wrestling. Yeah, I think that's probably it. So, so she's like, why Why am I doing this again? Why are they doing an edge cult leader gimmick? She really I likes fucking don't wrestling. Care. Uh, why, why are they doing an edge cult leader gimmick? I don't know. Why not? I don't know. It's, it's all it's all fucking whatever. like i don't know i hate modern wrestling because what it is is like do you remember this idea from seven years ago that you really liked you bray white it was great we're doing it again but we're doing it with fucking malachi black well why uh because fuck you i don't know you're bad malachi black and the open relationship uh stable (laughs) they all just give up oh guys like Oh no, Malachi Black is beating down uh, Lee Johnson. He's gonna make Brock Anderson fuck his wife, and then Lee Johnson after that. Malachi Black is the devil. 
A devil this- who likes to get... All right. Here's the thing. When you finish, you have to nut on me. He's evil. Is that I'm Malachi? fine with nutting on you if you if you I can have sex with your wife. You have to. Why um, don't you just ask me to do that to begin with? I don't know. I like the part where we fight. All right. Evil. I um, black. I said this on stage last night. I stand by it, which is all polyamorous people look like dogs that were turned into people by wizards. <laughs> all polyamorous people do give off a vibe that they think magic will work on you. Yeah, they all. What did it? Well. Yeah, it's, like it's like I dated a polyamorous girl for like a hot second, and it was like she blinked. She blinked. I'm gonna say five seconds after you wanted her to. I know what you're talking about. And for a long yeah. time, it was like you're a replicant. I've seen Blade Runner. Yeah. Well, what's weird is then Dylan then started asking her those questions. You're in a desert. You see a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, in the greatest thing that we've never listened to, all major streaming platforms, as of November 12th, 2021, have this. And this is, of course, Beth Phoenix's country album called Stone, Rose, and Bone. <laughs> oh, that, How and that, hard would it be to be edge and support your wife through her country album? I guarantee this is while he was making Vikings and was just very tired. And so he just came home one day. <laughs> And he was just like, Han, why is there a cowboy hat on the kitchen table? Uh, I'm doing that country album. We talked about it. And he was like, oh, well, her yeah. dad, her dad passed away and she said it was a good way to get through these feelings. And that must be hard. To I wish I had you fucking. I wish I had if your friend passed away and you were and then you were like, guys, I've decided to get into Here, poetry. And everyone was uh, like, we got to just take this one because he's imagine. Yeah, imagine. OK, yeah, my I a very good friend of mine died two months ago. And imagine right now being like, guys, you want to know how I've coped with the grief? Little thing called new metal. All right, Dylan, hit it. Oh, buddy. I mean, unicycle would be good. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think about that all the time. Like what you could get away with just because no one could say shit to you for a couple months where it's just like, you remember that two month phase where you just wore see-through pants? That was weird. He's like, oh, that was intentional. I wasn't grieving. I just wanted something to take. Seeing your face while you tried to not look at my balls pressed into my leg took me off of the death of my uh, mom or whatever. You know, here's the thing that I, and you do get a weird cloud, which was for the four days I was super sad right after my friend's death. I just walked around San Francisco violently high and I just gave off an aura. I don't know what it was of just like, you don't want to talk to me. Like, and like, cause San Francisco gets pretty spicy in certain areas, mm-hmm. especially just cause the homeless people have just been abandoned there by the society. Sick. Um, and so, and even then, like I remember walking into the tenderloin, which is just dangerous. And people were like, stay away from that guy. Like, I just remember a couple of people on a corner and they, they had the body language of like, what's wrong with that man? And just crossed the street. And I was like, that's a wise yeah, yeah. choice. Well, that's the Weekend at Bernie's joke, right? Have you ever seen that one? That's one of the best no. jokes in a movie pre-Bernie dying. Uh, I don't know. A guy's late for work. He's walking. And a guy's like, give me all your money. And he's like, get the fuck out of my way. I'm late for work. And the guy's like, oh, sorry about that. And that's like totally a real thing. Yeah, yeah, like, well, I walked up. I was so pissed off us. that uh, I got an Airbnb in South Johannesburg, South Africa. And the guy just didn't didn't mention there was no wi-fi like the thing specifically said there was wi-fi so like obviously i don't have a fucking phone plan in south africa so i had to figure out how to tell my family i was okay and they all knew i was on a plane to south africa in johannesburg you know what i mean one of the highest crime rates in the fucking planet so i had to walk up the side of a like basically a highway in south africa in the middle of the day some guy told me the mall was that way. So I was like, well, I really hope the fucking mall's that way. Because I don't have any fucking money on me. So I just had to walk that way. And then I walked into a mall, which you don't do in South Africa. But everyone, I was so pissed. I wasn't even concentrating on the fact that I was walking by all these fucking townships. I was just like, I was walking through like crazy poverty. And I was so, so pissed to even rubberneck. Because I was like, this fucking motherfucker, I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of it. Like... Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, sorry, I didn't. And I had to like, sc- I had to basically plead with a guy. I was gonna say scream. It was not. It was like plead with a guy to be like, I am from Canada. I'm here on business. I have to f- contact my family to tell them I'm okay. Can you just fake an address in your system so I can buy a data card? And he let me. But it's like, 
totally a thing where you're fucking too pissed off to deal with anyone. Yeah, I got news for you. It's also like, by the way, that story, welcome to my life of touring around the world where you just get to like a weird. Co- I thought about this so many times where it's the amount of times I've arrived in a country and it's just like, I don't know who I'm looking for or wh- where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I did that in Belgium where I went in Belgium and I was like, oh, I don't speak French. Not even a bit. <laughs> oh, man, that was the best. That club then was I had the to be like because- English, English. And like I just like no, a the, and it was so good about that. You get to that guy's mom's house, and there's just so much books about Hitler being cool in the on the Is shelves. There? Oh my god, yeah. Um, I got in real trouble with that guy because on stage I was like, pretty fun gigs here in Belgium, you know? Yeah, we'd tell some fun jokes, and then we head back to that fucking guy's mom's house, and there's just a bunch of gollywogs and books about Hitler being good. And he was like, Hey, don't tell my don't tell people about my mom's books. And I was like, Hey. Don't make me sleep at your mom's house. So I get to fucking talk about how your mom loves Nazism, bud. Oh, also, all right. So I'm trying to look the guy up now. This is a, uh, this is of course a uh, classic wrestler review switch up. But um, Joey Knight is uh, Beth Phoenix's first husband. She married him when she was 21. Yeah, he kept being like, hey, you know, it would be cool if you went into porn and I just got to keep the money. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously, uh, he, um, things are, uh, things are good, I guess, for him. I don't know, man. Wrestler Joey Knight. Uh, he was born in Fort Erie. He looks That's like, not good. He looks like just a bag of milk left out in the sun. Sounds, and then a good. year later, she marries Edge, which would be like, that's insane. Yeah, no. I mean, maybe it's not the right Joey Knight. I'm sure there's 600 Joey Knights. Yeah, I got. Yeah, there's got to be more. Yeah, Joey Knight's definitely a. uh, That's been that one's that that one's a well-trodden name. Let's see if we can go to the Wikipedia and click on his actual name. But I mean, that's pretty dope to be like. uh, I was married to an indie guy for nine years, and then the next year, I fucking exactly just married Edge. Yeah, I like oh, that. Joey too. Knight was one of her trainers. That's not good. Oh no, Joey. No, it was the bag of milk night. It was the bag of milk man for sure. It was. Jesus was it Christ. really? Joey bag of milk. Joey bag of milk trained by the Hart family. Somehow married Beth Phoenix because she seems like a woman who just doesn't know how to leave. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he's a nice guy. Who knows? But she married her trainer, which is obviously very normal and oh my god this guy does look like a bag of milk you've absolutely nailed it in the sun and then she marries edge who is an adonis and a millionaire which is pretty good that's pretty good to move up do you ever think that um joey knight calls them and is like "Uh, can i can i just look at your house i don't need to come inside i just want to look at it google maps doesn't have good pictures of it anymore can i just see just see inside can I just come over and can you talk to me, please? Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I just want to let you know about that. What's the best um, thing about Beth Phoenix? That she stopped being a wrestler and has a nice life and that she's she's a nice person. That's it. Probably worse. She's definitely she's definitely a reason why wrestling is t- women's wrestling is taken seriously, and she's not given the credit for that, even though she deserves it. Go ahead, Dylan, you fuck. She did. She was a women's wrestler in the true dark ages and not in the Trish Stratus and Lita. We actually wrestling is still popular dark ages. She gets a lot. She doesn't get enough credit for what carrying women's wrestling for like fucking five years. A hundred percent for being the only one that could do. And it's like crazy that she doesn't she if she was a male wrestler, they would have brought her back, gave her her flowers 10 times what they did like she wrestled oh, some matches my. obviously but like she could totally be like there's a women's tag division why isn't beth phoenix just like in some yeah why isn't beth yeah why isn't beth phoenix like basically being the sting to someone's darby allen by the way yeah like you know what i mean like beth phoenix by the way i just made that up in my head that is exactly how you should be using beth phoenix beth phoenix should be just walking to the ring way too confidently in a t-shirt and occasionally doing one move at pay-per-view where we're like please please don't well, I Please think Beth Phoenix isn't a 60-year-old woman, though, to be fair. She's 37. No, she's 40. Yeah, but she's now. had so many more injuries. Did Sting? Like, yeah. Like, Sting weirdly hasn't had that many injuries. Hasn't he? I don't know. We haven't done a Sting. We should do a Sting series. Sting series would be No, I'm not, I'm not at a place Why? where I'm ready to do series yet. Because we did a year on Vince McMahon, and I'm still fucking bummed no. out by it. Oh, well, we have to go into the last part of Jeff Hardy's Imagination, but Sting, a Sting series would be fun. Here's the story of how a Christian man became more Christian. 
I mean, I think it's the story of how a Christian man lost his faith and then immediately returned to it. More Christian. A story about uh, how a... All right, here's the thing. Okay, if you're a Patreon listener, let us know on Patreon if you want us to do a Sting series or you don't want us to do a Sting series. I mean, the episode will be up by now, but we can do a live check of how our Patreon poll is going for... uh, (laughs) For Andrew McCowns. Sorry if I fucked your name up. Andrew McCowns episode. And I think I know who's going to win because, yep, 100%, the world is on fire. We have a poll up. Joey Ryan, Bray Wyatt, or Test. Yeah, we know who's winning. Joey Ryan's winning. Test. Oh, no. Test Test is closer than than he could be. We can make fun of Ha, ha, Test, you fucking loser bitch. Yeah, you you failed the test of not dying young, you little bitch. This is a Um, test. Don't do the pills. You can use that. Yeah, this is a test. You have failed. I gotta tell you, I always go for I it. always enjoyed Test. I really did. I thought he was great. Dude, the Test l- is before the young cucks. Suck on that. That was uh, really good. Bitch Jackson and Bitch Jackson. Double oh. bitch. Anyway, but Test was the leg slap guy. He fucking slapped that goddamn leg, baby. He got he goddamn got right he did that big boot right in the fucking head, baby. And they had a fucking <laughs> sick finishing move Test and Albert did where it was like it made so much sense. Albert grabs the back of the guy's head and throws it in a test big boot. Simple, yeah, it's great. Effective, easy. You don't need you don't need all this fucking flippity doos off the top with your fucking pants that make me think about if I love my wife. Which I do not. Bitch and bitch. Bitch and bitch, come over here and let me comb your hair. Check let me comb it. your hair, oh, Nick. Nick, what? I want well, to comb I'm gay. Bye, honey. That's what I think. Hello, young bucks. I want to call you the young looks because I want to look at you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, that's this fucking episode. Next week, we're going to do the, the Mac Daddy of Monster Mac. Fucking this next week is fucking Dwayne Gill, bitch. Dwayne. I'm fucking excited. Here's what one, one is the only match that the fans remember. Gilbert and you? then Vince McMahon just used you to make fun of another guy. Mm. Yeah. Back when jobbers were jobbers, baby. Let's do it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I've been Dylan Gott. That's John. I'm Dwayne Gill. That's John Gill. Thank you so much for listening. At Wrestler Review, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Patreon episode up. There's a chat up right now for sure. We've recorded our uh, episode on Joey Ryan, but is it up yet? Or are we deciding really as a friends to if we want to publish what we said about him because oh it's good well yeah he's John a monster is on his side. John is on his side. John no i'm not side. not i'm not on his side. side uh but though joey ryan did nail my uh my theory which is any person who's openly talked about having a foursome not a threesome but a foursome they're getting me too i like this is like a, a thing that i was like that's 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 the- also also like in hindsight obvious this is so obvious but if your finishing move is forcing people to touch your dick not yet touch it so i can show you how strong my dick here's is what i do i do a lot of intergender matches and my main move is women have to touch my pecker like it's like <laughs> fucking yeah i don't know how i don't know there was no real no one really knew much about harvey weinstein i mean he did produce all those movies where he forced lesbian scenes into them like there was no fucking anyway Thank you so much. We're gonna fucking talk about Joey Weinstein on Patreon. Maybe that's yeah. uh, next week yeah, is Wayne Gill. Thank you. So we're much. gonna return to doing what we used to do on Patreon, which is talk about horrible people. And now we're still gonna do that. Oh, fuck Joey Ryan and fuck you. Goodbye, Dylan. I fucking hate your guts. That's a titty.